0: Welcome to the Garner Andrews Show podcast.
1: Um, This person says, I watched a woman in the lunchroom at my work yesterday squeeze two packets of McDonald's McChicken sauce into her craft dinner. First of all, I didn't even know you could get a package of McChicken sauce. And secondly, how does that ever become your thing? I don't know this woman well enough to ask her about it, but just wanted to let you know People are putting McChicken sauce in KD. And I thought ketchup was bad enough. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn, you're wrong. It's the ketchup that makes the KD. Yeah, I don't know how McChicken sauce, because I don't even know what McChicken sauce is. Like, I know what it tastes like. And I know it's probably built on a chassis of mayonnaise. But I don't know what else is in there. That'd be a weird little combination, though. And like Glenn said, how do you... Uh, what kind of experimentation are you doing where you open uh, the package of McChicken sauce and dump that in? Visually, I think that would probably be very, very unappealing.
2: This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. 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 I
1: was just camping in the middle of nowhere, and I had to buy ketchup
0: because I forgot to pack it. And they charged me $7 for a 300 ml bottle.
1: Ooh.
0: But it was still worth not having to borrow somebody
3: else's ketchup.
1: Yeah, seven, but that was, don't say the name of the place, but was it a convenience store, or a gas station?
3: Yeah, well, it was a RV and resort
0: type place oh. in the middle of nowhere. The closest, like, grocery store was a 45-minute drive.
1: Yeah, they know you're going to pay it.
0: Yeah, because it's 45 minutes while you're in the middle of the mountains camping and
1: but there are some things that you just can't... Like, I would rather eat a Band-Aid I found in a public shower than eat a burger without ketchup. And don't even get me started on craft uh, dinner without ketchup. Oh, no. That's, yes. That's, yes, yes, yes. I said good day there, Aaron. Thank you very much. I'm not even going to argue that because 99.9% of people agree... Ketchup goes in the craft dinner.
2: The Garner Andrew Show podcast. Garner!
1: This one here, I was the guy that cracked the glass on the company photocopier. Nobody owned up to it, therefore we all look bad. It was a small company and they had to buy a new photocopier. I think they're expensive. Oh, and I cracked the glass exactly how you think I cracked the glass. Hmm. How is that? I can't
3: quite put this together.
4: Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast.
3: Podcast. You were talking about the uh, salt shakers being stolen at Red Robin?
1: Yeah, yeah. People, apparently, everybody takes the shaker of seasoning salt off the table.
3: You know what? I worked at Red Robin for several years, and honestly, all the time. In fact, even one time, halfway through a meal, someone took it and put it in their purse, and I saw them put it in their purse. And so, like, I was like, oh, like I saw it in her purse. It was right beside her. It. It so obvious. I was like, Oh, you're out of seasoning salt. Here, let me go grab you some and I put it on the table. And looked directly at her, and she's got this eaten <laughs> grin on her face. And I was just like, Yep, I saw it. I don't care. Oh, did that, she
1: take? Did she take the refill too?
3: She didn't. I'm surprised. Uh, that would have been the that would have been the crown jewel, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it happens all the time. But like I said, when
1: you come to the table to collect payment at the end of the meal, the first thing you look at is did they take the shaker? You're scanning the table like the Terminator.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I can totally relate as well. To, so what else are you doing tonight, or what what what's your plan for the weekend? Because I mean, like you got to make that small talk to kind of avoid that awkwardness of, hey, I need to collect money from you now, so can you please just pay me so we can... Well, yep. we
1: got to come up with some better questions because that... I just... I'm tired of feeling bad about my life because I never have a good answer when when the server's like, so what are your plans for the rest of the night? I'm usually like, I don't know, probably go home, fall asleep on the couch by
3: about 8. Okay, you know what Garnco needs to do? I'm just going to put this out there right now. This might be a million-dollar idea for you, okay? You need to make a book for servers on questions they can ask instead of "What are you doing tonight?" or "This weekend."
1: The Garner Andrew Show, the Garnco Book of Server Small Talk.
3: Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. We're gonna hey. market it, buddy. I know you can do it. I and believe in you. It's not
1: even a book. It's like one of those quarterback wristbands. They pry it open, the Velcro, and then they look yes. at it, and then they deliver a line like. I have a twenty-nine inch vertical. What's yours? And then yeah. Yeah, okay, what's your name? Derek. Okay, Derek, you have a good day. Thanks for this brilliant idea.
2: Garner! This is the Garner Andrew Show Podcast.
1: Wow,
5: Garnco Industries, eh? Yes, yes. I still like conspiracy kitten though. And those uh, and those lizard or reptilian dark under overlords i mean that's high quality stuff yeah
1: the conspiracy theory kitten was the toy of christmas 2017 wasn't it
5: my word i don't know sir all i know is it's stuck in my mind forever so
1: move
0: over hatchimals and make way for this year's hottest toy conspiracy theory kitten conspiracy
2: theory kitten
0: Kids can play, cuddle, and question everything they know because the government has turned against you.
4: Gravity is a hoax. Moride is mind control. Corporations control your every thought.
0: Discover the joys of owning a cuddly kitten and having your eyes open to the truth about the reptilian overlords that rule the world.
4: Illuminati!
0: Conspiracy Theory Kitten comes with a bed, brush, and its own second gunman.
4: All scientific research has been bought and paid for.
0: Conspiracy Theory Kitten is totally not a recording device.
4: Wake up, people!
3: Life is better with Garncom.
2: Listening to the Garner Andrew Show podcast. So I've got a good—I
0: uh, don't know if it's condiment story, but uh, I was working down on the south end and was in a 7-Eleven, and uh, two women came in. One was pushing a stroller, and they got you know like the pre-packaged container of nachos.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, just about 30 nachos with the cellophane on top of it. They then went and grabbed Slurpee cups, probably about six of them, filled you know one with jalapenos. One with mustard packets, one with the nacho cheese, one with the chili. We're talking like not the full-size Slurpee cup, but one of the smaller cups. Yeah. Filling these things, filling these things with chili, filling them with cheese, filling them with onion, jalapenos, all the toppings. They took pounds of toppings, and this is not even inconspicuous. They're like, you know what? I'm paying two ninety-nine for this container of stale nachos. I'm taking seven pounds of toppings with me.
1: What? What happened to our self-respect and dignity?
0: you know know what there's a great stand-up comedian and I'll make this quick because I know you have a job to do Uh, his name is Sebastian Manson Kulo I think his name is and he does a a stand-up comedy bit called Is Nobody Embarrassed Anymore yeah and and I'll tell you just google that aren't you embarrassed by Sebastian it is hilarious you will cry that's Tim Anderson guarantee on that but he talks about you know You see people with, you know, wearing flip-flops in high-end establishments, wearing jeans to weddings, that type of thing. And the whole premise is, aren't you embarrassed anymore? Anyway.
1: Well, I think embarrassed has gone out of style. Right. Yeah, it's almost
0: become trendy. Hey, um, one more thing. uh, Just quickly on the Dave Grohl thing. Have you seen uh, the video of Dave Grohl bringing up the the Kiss makeup guy on stage?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's spectacular. You,
0: (laughs) You think it's a plant or was that legitimate? I know Dave Grohl insists that that was legitimate, pulled a random guy out. I mean, the guy had a pick in his pocket.
1: Yeah, well, I know a lot of guitar guys who always have a pick in their pocket. It's a little bit weird to me. I don't understand it, but a lot of them do. But that guy, he was too good. He killed it. Yeah. I
0: I love that Dave Grohl starts off by saying, like, I've had to stare at your makeup. Now I'm going to embarrass you in front of your hometown. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he does nothing
1: of the sort. <laughs> yeah.
2: The Garner Andrew Show po- po- podcast.
1: I was reading this story early this morning, and then Brandy actually talked about it on the News Flash a while ago. The uh, You've ridden the Sky Tram in Jasper. You know, the one that takes you to the top of that beautiful postcard mountain. I totally forget the name. Is it Whistler's? Anyway, it broke down on Monday, and they had to helicopter people down from the top of the mountain. But then it got dark, so about 50 people got stranded overnight on top of the mountain and they had to spend the night inside the, uh, the restaurant, that gift shop thing that's up there. Like I said, they were able to get most of the people down, but... 50 people on top of a mountain overnight? it sounds like the premise of a horror movie. If only there was a movie with that sort of plot premise... We should work on that idea a bit on the show this morning. 50 strangers stranded atop a remote mountain peak. And one of them is Western Canada's top Amway sales rep. No, I do not want to hear about an exciting sales opportunity! Yeah, it needs a bit of work. I don't have a title yet, but maybe we can uh, flesh this thing out a little bit more.
2: This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. 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 I wish I was a Sonic Rock Door
6: winner. Everyone would be
1: so proud of me. Well, it was Carrie's turn to take a shot at the Sonic Rock Door today. This one here. <laughs> Carrie guessed Mumford & Sons, I Will Wait. No that is not the song behind the door. Tomorrow morning at 8:20, the Rock Door is now worth $712. You can hear the clip right now if you go to sonic1029.com. Tune
0: into the Garner Andrew show weekdays at 8:20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door Jackpot.
2: The Garner Andrew show podcast.
1: Garner. Hey Garner, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. How about you?
2: Not too bad. So last night I was watching TV with the wife, and the commercial came on that made me think of you, so I figured I had to give you a call.
1: <laughs> okay. So
2: it starts off with uh, a truck driver, and just it's showing scenic scenes, and all of a sudden it shows uh, a co-op. So it's a truck driver for a co-op. It's a co-op commercial. But the the song they're using in the commercial...
1: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. The- Theme song to The Littlest Hobo. And they've even got The Littlest Hobo. He's riding shotgun in the truck. I didn't he know is, The Littlest yeah. Hobo was still alive. He must be like 80 years old, which is weird for a dog, especially a German shepherd. Hip dysplasia, you know. That's
2: Hollywood,
1: man. They have all of those uh, special cleanses down there. Yeah. Yeah,
5: the, uh, there's a poo that keeps on me.
1: And you can't help but sing along. Oh, yeah. And then you hate yourself for singing along? (laughs) Well, I hated that they corrupted
2: the song and put it in a commercial for the co-op. I mean, I understand probably what the Littlest Hobo would uh, sponsor, but still, it should be theme songs for TV shows Just say theme songs for TV shows.
1: Yeah. Has there ever been, like, is there another television commercial in history that has used the theme song from a TV show? I feel like Shaft
2: has been used in certain commercials.
1: Oh, and probably Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's funny that you bring that up because I saw it the other night and I thought, I need to talk about that on the radio and now I don't need to because you did it for me. You actually did my job for me. i well, I c- expect a paycheck in the mail. Okay. What's your name? This is Sheldon. Okay, Sheldon. Of course, we need to hear a bit of that song now. Sounds good to me forward a bit through this part. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Everybody down the road, it's where I'll always be. If you don't start singing, I'm turning Every it on. Every stop i make, I'll make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Come on, everybody. Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Oh, oh, come down come yeah, I couldn't hear you singing, and that got a little uncomfortable for your pal Garn. It's like that one time you were standing—I don't know whether you were at an Eskimos game or an Oilers game—and you try to get a stadium chant going, and you're standing up, go, oh! and nobody joined in. And then you just have to quietly sit down and admit that you've been defeated by the crowd. Well, this morning I'm going to admit that I was defeated by the audience because I couldn't hear you singing. But thank you. Thank you for hanging me out to dry.
4: Garner! It's the Garner Andrew Show podcast.
1: Podcast!
6: Hey, Sonic. Hey, do you? How's it going? Good. Yeah, pretty swell.
1: Yeah, things are going great over here. Yep. Is this Garner? Yes, it is.
6: Sounds different. It's been a while.
1: Huh.
6: Ooh, mystery color. <laughs>
1: What's going on?
6: <laughs> Not too much that story you were telling about um or uh, the one i was just listening to you about uh geez, i'm so stoned i forgot
1: whoa what's going <laughs> on talked today? To this
6: guy about um, hockey or something anyway what? it brought up a memory for me like i was at my dad i was at that oilers game when i was like six or eight years old with my dad and uh he bought me an ice cream and like, a cup and stuff because i didn't want the cone because i usually drop it or something but uh with the Oilers scored a goal and I stood up so quickly with the the ice cream in my hand. I tossed it backwards right onto the guy that was behind us, <laughs> and he was so mad. And then uh, he went to the bathroom to like wash up. And my dad followed him in there to go apologize. And he's like, looks my dad square in the face. He's like, man, I came to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I wasn't even angry. Like, I just realized this kid threw ice cream on me and I just started laughing to myself. <laughs> yeah,
3: sometimes
1: you got to just take yourself out of the moment for a minute, step back and go, it's actually kind of funny.
6: Yeah, that's a very valid point.
1: Yeah, and it's it was harmless.
6: <laughs> exactly. And I was like, what, like an innocent kid? Like, obviously I didn't mean to do that. Yeah.
1: How are things going in life these days? Are you, Life's like rough, it's,
6: but I mean, life continues on, you know, right? So I'm sure I'm not the only one who would say it's rough.
1: Yeah. what in Rough in what way? Or is that too personal?
6: No, it's just self-made roughness, I guess.
1: Oh, you brought a lot of this on yourself?
6: Oh, yeah, most of it.
1: But then still here you are. It's just after 8 o'clock in the morning and you, by your own admission, you're you're maybe a little stoned already?
6: Oh, I, I wake and bake, of course.
1: Yeah, but how does that make your day better? That's what I... Is this medicinal?
6: Minimal? Yeah, yeah. It allows me to kind of, like, think in more retrospect and, like, realize, like, I want stuff better for my life and I, I don't really want to, like, continue on the same path I'm on. And okay. it makes you kind of contemplate things a little more deeper.
1: Okay. Well, I hope things turn around for you. I hope you get the train on the tracks here.
6: Well, thanks, Garner. You know, it's chugging along like the Thomas the Train kind of thing. You know, Choo-choo.
1: <laughs> choo-choo. <laughs> Here comes the little radio train past the barnyard and the cows in the pasture. There's that guy standing in front of the post office waving as we go by. Coming around the water tower now, past the general store. Thank you for the phone call and I, uh, I hope you get some stuff sorted out there. Garden. This is the Garner Andrew Show Podcast. A little while ago, Sheldon called the show and asked me whether I'd seen the new co-op commercial where they use the theme music from The Littlest Hobo. You see like a fuel tank truck driving into a co-op station and in the cab of the truck is The Littlest Hobo. I can't believe he's still alive. Which, like that show was in the 70s or 80s? Maybe? That dog would be about 40 years old now, which is incredible for a A German Shepherd, especially, you know, with the hip dysplasia and everything. Uh, I got this text message. It says, hey, Garner, I knew a guy who was an extra on The Littlest Hobo when he was a kid. My God, can we get him on as a guest? He and his brother were on a few episodes and would play with the dogs between takes. Apparently, there was more than one Littlest Hobo. What? What? That's from Anna. That's wildly disappointing, actually, that there's more than one Littlest Hobo. And also, too, don't you think if you were an extra on Littlest Hobo back in the day, isn't that all you would talk about? I mean, if that was, that's all I would do is, you know, no conversation would pass where I wouldn't interject something along the lines of, oh, yeah. When I was an extra on Littlest Hobo, we didn't file our TPS reports until Thursday. I would just work it into every conversation. Thank you for that, Anna.
3: It's Garner! 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 Garner!
1: You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show podcast. We started talking, too, about game shows these days where there's just a little too much stuff going on other than the actual game. Like, all of a sudden... The audience has to get up and dance or something. What? I don't want to watch the audience dance. Let's just play the game so I can yell at my TV and feel superior. Go ahead.
5: Hey, how's it going? Good. How about you? Hey, you're talking about uh, radio or TV stations and stuff there. Video or games.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game shows.
5: Okay. Sorry. That's um, Family Feud is awesome.
1: The game show.
5: Yeah, because he goes through his contestants like he might pick the first two and then he'll get on with his game show.
1: Yeah, but do you agree? Yeah, that's nobody's favorite part of a game show when uh when one of the contestant tells an interesting story about their life.
5: Oh no, I guess not. Unless they're like stupid hilarious kind of thing.
1: Yeah, okay. How much Family Feud are you watching every week?
5: Oh, every week? Uh I try to watch well, usually it's on at seven o'clock. I usually try to watch at least once a night. <laughs> right. Oh, so you're watching Family
1: Feud every day?
5: Yeah, I like it. It's Paul oh, Harvey's awesome. He's he's not like Alex Trebek. He's Alex Trebek is like monotone. Okay, at least Lee Harvey, he's usually excited and stuff. And there's some pretty ridiculous topics and. Okay. What people say about their topics and stuff, that's pretty funny. I
1: do know. What's your first name?
5: That's Robin.
1: Robin, do you ever dream of being a contestant on Family Feud?
5: Yeah, that would be cool.
1: Yeah? Okay. I'd do
5: like to a- actually get Lee Harvey's autograph, because he rocks.
1: You've called him three different names. Hey? You've called him three different names. You called oh, yeah? him Lee it's Harvey? Lee Harvey, yeah. It's Steve Harvey, right? Or
5: Steve Harvey, sorry. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was <laughs> over the course of our conversation, you kept switching his name and like, am I being trolled? <laughs> no, Steve Harvey, sorry. Okay. Hey, Robin, have a good one, buddy.
2: The Garner
3: Andrew Show po- 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 podcast. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029.
4: It's Wednesday, June 27th. I'm Brandy in for Bryce, and this is your music news. Last week, it was Taylor Swift. Now, Trent Reznor is taking aim at Kanye West in The Weeknd, telling the BBC that the musicians ripped off his band's live shows. The Nine Inch Nails frontman was talking about watching the Coachella live stream and said, quote, I saw Kanye West in The Weeknd blatantly rip off our tour production-wise, which I'll say without any hesitation. And they know it. Sonic. <laughs> More artists will get to call themselves Grammy nominees next year. The Recording Academy announced that the big categories like Best New Artist and Record Album and Song of the Year will increase from five to eight nominees. Grammy organizers say, quote, this change will better reflect the large number of entries in these categories and allow voters greater flexibility when selecting the year's best recording. Sonic. Tonight is the night that Vance Joy returns to Edmonton for his first gig at Rogers Place. The Australian Dreamboat is joined by Mondo Cosmo and Scott Hellman. Doors open at 6 and the show starts at 7.
2: This is the Garner Andrew Show podcast. podcast. podcast.
0: Well, you know, like you were talking about how with game shows, when it when they do like the introductions to people and it, it kills it. You well, it kills the, the momentum. Game.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because anybody who's sitting at home watching a TV game show, all you want to do is yell <laughs> answers at the TV so <laughs> you can feel superior.
6: Exactly. You
1: don't want to get to know the contestants when they tell that super interesting story.
6: Well, that's exactly and I don't know, maybe I'm not
0: a, I don't know, maybe my heart's a little bit too cold, but like, like an example is like when game shows like a minute to win it. I know I I couldn't watch this show anymore when they started to like they brought in the sob stories and who are you playing for and then they they you know they show the live feed of someone in another part of the country who couldn't be there or, or a lost loved one or something. <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah,
1: I don't I feel know, for I you, don't, but. I don't think that makes you cold or anything. I just think okay. that I think what's happened is. I don't know. We used to sit down to be entertained by a TV game show, but now we need to feel all of the emotions when we're watching a TV <laughs> game show. When, yeah. Like I said, when you get down to the roots of a TV game show, all you want to do is prove to everyone else in the room that you were right. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrews Show podcast. Check Sonic1029.com for more.
1: Hey, it's Garner. Why are you still here? Don't you have a a job or a friend? And if you don't, I apologize if that's insensitive. Uh, Anyway, while you're still here loitering and looking all shifty, let me tell you about a new podcast called The Big Story. It's a daily news and everything else podcast featuring some of the biggest names in Canadian journalism, and it's hosted by Jordan Heath-Rawlings, a guy that's been lobbing questions at smart people for more than 15 years. The big story, get it now, fresh off the podcast showroom floor.